Welcome to Sold Out, The Roots and the Vine, Episode 3. I am April Olatunji, joined by Mr. Steve Southern. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Good. Welcome, everyone. We've got a, got a bumper one tonight, haven't we? Yeah, we've, we've got a, an exciting show tonight. I'm super excited about this one. It's getting real on Roots and the Vine. <laughs> yeah, we've got our first guest. We've got our first guest. Um, we're going to be joined by Louise Mahin from Solution. Solutions are a Northeast 
jazz, well, soul funk, and soul, funk band. Disco house, kind of the queen of funk and soul in the northeast, isn't she? Yes, she is. She's the soul queen. So, Steve, tell us what have we got on today's show. Yeah, we'll be talking to Louise a little bit later on about her career and her relationship with Neo Soul, as well as some classic soul cuts from the past, some brand new stuff, uh, looking at albums of the year, and maybe a little overview of the year with it being our last show of 2020. And that was Love, Love, Love by Donny Hathaway. What a beautiful song, isn't it, Steve? Oh, yeah, as I said, beautiful song. We like to start the show with the uh, Root track, a uh, legendary artist who we see as being absolutely pivotal to the, the development and the creation of the scene we have today. And Donny Hathaway, absolutely. What more can you say? Yeah, what a what a beautiful uh, voice he has, and yeah. oh man, I was just when I was listening to his album just this weekend, mm-hmm. and when I was when I was listening to him sing, I was listening to um, a song for you, Ugh. and that song completely wrecked me. I it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, when I was listening to him sing, I just felt like. I could just really hear the pain in his voice. Yeah, that's what strikes me too. His voice is so beautiful, but yet when you hear it, it's like, man, Mm -hmm. he communicates his emotions through his voice. Very emotive, yeah. Yeah. And I guess it makes sense when you factor in his story too, his uh, debilitating struggles with mental health and just what he must have been going through in an industry that Mm kind of just denied it, pretended it wasn't happening. Yeah. Super, super sad. He didn't, like, I didn't actually know that he suffered with uh, schizophrenia. Yeah. And I didn't know that he committed suicide either. It's awful, isn't it? So when I, when I learned that, it really put a whole new perspective on... Yeah, such a tragic life. ...his music and what he's singing about and actually being able to relate to him kind of deeper way and sympathise with him. Yeah, probably one of the first times the music industry had to really reckon with something like that the concept of mental health in the industry. Yeah. To to take someone as prominent as that. I mean, he only really had three proper studio albums to his name, but his legacies just grew and grew over time. Yeah, he was, a, he was definitely, definitely a root in our neo-soul uh, conversation, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the socially conscious lyrics, the ghetto. Yeah. Uh, it's the style of his singing, even his look. Uh, I mean, just look at those classic Soul Quarian group shots from the late 90s. Mm-hmm. They're all dressed in those same oversized flat caps <laughs> and decked out in the wools. Yeah. I mean, they definitely model themselves on them, I think. Do you reckon? Strong look. Yeah. But, but even, like, you can hear his influence in many artists. Um, like, Obviously, his daughter, Layla, I mean... Yeah, I mean, talk about a direct legacy, yeah. Yeah, she sounds just like in the certain um, register of of her voice where I I think that I'm listening to him. Have you seen that video where she's like singing a chord? Oh yeah, that video, (laughs) that viral video. What a ridiculous flex. (laughs) Where she just kind of like showing her kind of vocal prowess to the whole world. Let me sing two notes at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, but then you've got like the likes of uh, Frank McComb, yeah. who his voice um, is very much influenced by by Donny, yep. and even his keys playing is is phenomenal keys player, and you could just hear that this guy has been um, totally submerged. Yeah, he's been a lovely discovery for me this last week. Yeah, the voice is just 
So similar. Yeah, you could hear it, couldn't you? Straight away. What did we say is mid-range is Donny and yeah. his upper register is Stevie. Yeah, what a combination. Definite classic soul. Yeah. Plus, he even covered that last track, Love, Love, Love. So we were able to tie it all together in a nice little <laughs> boat, which I love to do. So next up we have for you, Frank McComb. They're going to be looking at you.
So that was Eliza, a little track called Livid. And I must say, Steve, this song has been like, I've totally rinsed it. Rinsed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I have, have too, actually, yeah, since you sent it to me a few weeks back. Yeah. Just a irresistible little groove, isn't it's, it? It's just so feel good. You know? Yeah. I like her vibe. Yeah, the groove is just like... Smooth. Oh, it's just perfect for me. And her vocals are just super soulful. Not overstated at all. You yeah, know? Nice restraint. Um, I'm interested to hear what she's going to release next. Kind of like where she's going. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, especially after our revelation on her previous life as a pop star. Yeah, she was known as what? Eliza Doolittle. Mm, Eliza Doolittle, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, she had a massive airplay hit. You know, uh, pack up your troubles in your old kit bag. Yeah, that's that's quite a... Yeah, everyone knew that song. It was huge. But uh, she's now rebranded as yeah. a soul chanteuse. But you see, it's interesting because as an artist... You are really on a journey of, you know, learning yeah, totally. your your sound and your expression. And she's on a um, disclosure track as well. Is she is she UK based? You know, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's there seems to be quite a ripple of quality music coming out of the UK, right? Via Denmark in this next case. Via Denmark, yeah. Still part of that London scene, though. So, Steve, tell us about our next song and our next artist yeah this next track is from one of our absolute joint favorites marie dolstrom yes we love this lady this is her track home with you featuring dt soul just so mellow i thought i'd bring the mood down a bit just beautiful jazzy keys mm. her voice is just so soothing and nice kind of like flutters on the air yeah it's quite reserved a lot of the time, but when she does drop those soulful ad-libs toward the end, it's just... She oh, has got some vocal, vocal acrobatics, Marie Dalstrom. Like, you're right, she totally plays it understated, but she just throws out the most beautiful runs and riffs, and Angelic, it just sounds, yeah. like, effortless. I mean, she seems very content to give other artists the shine a lot of the time. She's very collaborative. Yeah, well, I think um, I, th- I think the, the secret is, to be honest, is collaboration. It's all about it's all about working with others. And um, mm, yeah, I mean, even this track, there's some tasty talk box. On oh, here. yeah, that's right. I am such a sucker for talk box. Yeah, Zap, Roger, Teddy Riley. Oh, I once had a turn with a talk box. Oh, I love it. I must have. I, I must have been on it for about. An hour to two hours. Oh, it amazing. Was, it was class. Especially being able to play keys like yourself. We did. So we jammed. We reimagined songs. It was class, yeah. <laughs> I'd just be lost for days making crazy robot slow jams. So Steve, introduce this next song for us then. Sure, yeah. This is Marie Dahlstrom, Home With You. Enjoy. Happy to be home with you. Happy to wake up with you Even after all that you've been through, yeah Happy that you feel the same Hope that I can't ease the pain Happy to come back and she just give me life And I love spending time with you It's easy when I want you like that I don't 
questions in my head Plenty other questions still unsaid Nobody knows where we go Home With You from Marie Dolson's album Like Sand. Uh, still one of my absolute favourite albums of 2020, which kind of leads us on to the next topic of conversation I wanted to talk about. Okay. And that's just albums. Uh, albums of the year. I mean, have you got any favourites from the last 12 months? Hmm. Or how do you even view the album format in 2020? as streaming platforms kind of force us away from that model. Yeah, it's interesting because... No, you're a huge playlist head, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, as an artist myself, I, I, th- I think, is it better to release a single? Is it better to release an album? Is it better to release a mm. mini album in the form of an EP? EP what seem to be the, what is the best kind of route? I mean, for me, as like somebody who likes to create playlists, I'm never going to put a full album on a playlist. I'll just take my, my favourite songs... But then if I really enjoy that artist, I want a full catalogue yeah, of their works. I like it just as sort of a record of where that artist is at that time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But in terms of like this year, there's obviously been quite a lot of releases with 2020 being one of those years where people aren't really doing that much. No. One of the albums that I've really loved and it's only recently dropped is by one of my all-time well one of my all-time favorite vocalists a singer called Ledacy and she's been on the scene for probably the best part of 15 years and she has got that jazz vibe soul vibe just pinned down and when when I first discovered her her early days were very much um more leaning towards the the kind of jazz yeah more more classic jazz but, but super soulful and then, and then she released a few other albums, and I was wasn't really feeling them at all. I kind of felt like she had 
Oh, that she'd compromised a bit in her sound. Kind of leaned into a more commercial sound, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But then I seen that she released, it was just maybe last month, she released an album called The Wild Card. And I was so happy because it's... Ah, she, nice. Back she, to form. She came back, yeah. So that's that's Excellent. been one of my favourite kind of listens lately. How about you? Oh, as you said, yeah. So much has come out this year. Uh, Brandy album, Brandy came back. Uh, Nia, La Bella Vita. That's class. Uh, two albums by this mysterious outfit called Salt. Uh, untitled Black Is and Untitled Rise. And in the realms of electronic soul, there's the Joe Hertz album, Current Blues. I love that album. Yeah. There's a young guy, I think it's pronounced Edible, right. E-D-B-L. Again, more producer-based beat makers just tapping this vast wealth of vocalists who are coming through. Yeah, yeah. Popping up on all these producer albums. Kind of collabs. That's called uh, Boys and Girls Mixtape. It's this lovely, jazzy, bouncy, blues soul with that mm. Tom Mish guitar vibe. Oh, nice. And Adrian Young, too. I mean, talk about prolific. Yeah. Uh, this guy first came onto my radar. There's an amazing movie, one of my favourites, called Black Dynamite. Right. It's like a black exploitation spoof. And he composed the music for that and brought this real authentic 70s smoky jazz score vibe to that. Yes. And he's since gone on to have this amazing career Worked a lot with Ali Shaheed Muhammad from Tribe Called Quest. Mm. They have an amazing project called The Midnight Hour. They released an album under that name. And right, The Midnight Hour. Mm. Just so prolific. Uh, he's had two albums out this year. This one I wanted to shout out specifically is with this young, mega young singer called Angela Munoz. Mm-hmm. She was, I think, 15, 16 when she recorded this. He mm-hmm. sort of wrote and composed this album introspection with her right she's just got this voice like old beyond her years like that amy winehouse thing just timeless soul voice i am gonna have to check this out oh it'll be right up your street yeah total smooth 70s smoky jazz kind of stuff Mm -hmm. in fact let's give it a little play shall we okay this is just a little taste of angela munoz and adrian young i don't care I've got some uh, studying to do. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> you are welcome. As I said, those are just a few picks yeah. from the many, many albums we've had this year. So, talking about albums, mm. I wanted to touch on 
a very influential album yes. which has hit its 20 year mark that's insane, this year yeah. so many albums hitting that 20 25 year mark it's make me feel so old 20 years yeah 20 years um this is of course mama's gun by erica badu such an influential album mm-hmm. um personally for me and for so many other people yeah um i just I just love it. it it just feels so um timeless it feels like it could have been released just like last year you know i've seen this one getting a lot of reappraisal just recently actually mm-hmm. people coming around to saying this one is her best i feel like Baduism was always the go-to Erica. yeah but uh, have you got a favorite um well i am coming around this way of thinking i mean you you look at the track list and then oh, there's some 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 beauties on there I mean, you've obviously didn't you know? Didn't you know yeah, mm-hmm. my life, of course, on and on. Um, what else we got? In love with you, bag lady. I mean, bag ladies. Yeah, it's almost like a refined version of the debut. But to be honest with you, I mean, when you go through all her albums, she is so consistent. No, there's, there's not really a. Dumber. She's consistent. I mean, I wasn't so I wasn't as keen on the New America, mm. but there was some really cool. Um, some really cool songs. She's tried a lot of different things as well over the years. Yeah. New America Part 2 is fantastic. She's obviously, like, forged her style and sound, and it's so... Um, it's... You I mean, you can recognise it's her, you know. Her vocal is just so distinctive anyway. She can kind of go into different musical territories and still retain that Erica essence. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to... I want to play one song off, off Mama's Gun... I want to play Clever. Nice. That is a choice cut from this album. Shall we give that a little spin now? Yes. Radio, this is the Queen, Erica Badu. We'll be back with our special guest after this. This is how I look without makeup. And with no brown, my name is sag down low. My hair ain't ever hung down to my shoulders.
Okay, guys, the time has come. It's time to welcome our amazing guest to the show. She is the lead vocalist of Northeast soul and funk staple Solutions, consisting of herself and Steve Lee, as well as a full nine-piece band, which has seen her grace stages and festivals up and down the country. The band have been delivering the funky goods for over a decade, recording four albums, topping numerous soul charts, and they've even supported R&B legends like Shalimar and Melba Moore at the iconic Jazz Cafe. Welcome to Roots in the Vine, Louise Meehan. Oh, thank you so much, Stephen April. It's a really <laughs> great honour to be on your show. <laughs> thank you, Louise, for uh, for joining us on our our third episode. Oh, it's lovely to be part of it. Okay, then I guess we should start at the beginning. Then, really, what drew you to pursuing a career in music? Which artist inspired you growing up? How did you fall into music? So, so back in the day for me, I wouldn't say like I found a music career. I definitely think music struck a chord with me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. from a really, a really young age, I can remember being like maybe eight or nine watching like the 25th anniversary of Motown. Mm-hmm. And from like a young age, I just, I could sing and it just become like a novelty to the family. And mm-hmm. like before I knew it, they're like, sing this song, try this again. <laughs> and and then just spending time with like me grandparents like she would always ring in school and say Lou's sick today but I wasn't I was just wanting to watch like <laughs> MTV because we had like we had a box where we could get all of the American stations so for me no it was like way. absolute heaven oh, like just that. like wow. instead of going to like school and getting an education oh, yeah. listen to Ledacy and Jodeci and everything oh, and Jodeci are the kings yes. <laughs> Devontae Swing is my man so I Legacy kinda, is my girl. Oh, honestly, I, I just love music. It just strikes a chord with me, and it just—I feel like it's me given. Yeah. I can remember going for like my first interview when I was just sixteen, mm. and I can just remember now. And it should be like a cringe moment when I look back, and the mm. woman who was interviewing us said, "Like, where do you see you? Wh- where's your long-term goals? Where do you see yourself in the future?" And I was mm-hmm. like, really convinced. I'm like, I'm not going to be here long because I'm going to be a singer um, and I'm going to be on stage. But I just think I could get embarrassed by that, but I don't because yeah. yeah. I actually. That is an awesome way to look at things, though. <laughs> and I, I wasn't yeah. like cocky and like really confident as a kid but I just Mm -hmm. knew what I wanted to do and Mm -hmm. and it's definitely yeah just had a vision of what you wanted to do yeah you definitely need that so when when did you first start performing then Louise and can Um, you can you remember your first gig yeah my first ever gig sadly was a it was a charity event for my cousin who had um like teenage cancer unfortunately oh wow so that was kind of I would have been about 17 18 um, and we put on a massive show in Walker where I used to live at the time and mm, that's a lovely way to be able to contribute to something yeah. like that though isn't it and just bringing the community together and families together and kind of having that hope through music as well wow. I guess it was quite yeah. like a serious thing for a teenager mm-hmm. to do but people wanted to hear me sing and I kind of incorporated it with a charity and we kind of were raised mm-hmm. like a bit of awareness at the time as yeah. well so that's kind of how I how I started and that's powerful that's quite a daunting first time on stage really first gig so Louise would you say then that your fan base started then yeah I would and obviously I worked with Steve from such a young age because mm-hmm. we had like a professional career before we were even a couple and mm-hmm. um, in like even as a young girl of like 2021 we were playing to like crowds of like 450 and 750 people at a time like selling the fed brewery out mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they came to see us because there wasn't not a lot of people doing the music that we were doing at the time because we've yeah. always had 
a soulful influence and, and kind of refused to do any kind of like pop music because it was like self-indulgent for us so yeah we just yeah stuck to that kind of genre of music thankfully yeah yeah <laughs> so now that we've touched on the solution stuff I've been checking out the back catalogue and couldn't help but notice you tend to gravitate toward the the houseier disco side of soul. I was wondering what it is about that genre that attracts you, the, the dance floor kind of stuff. I think what you can probably hear as an influence in that music is me and Steve are absolutely like Philly heads. We love uh, Philadelphia I was music. I whether it was more the house side yeah. or the Philadelphia soul side, yeah. Yeah, so mm. I think house has an influence but our massive influence for us is we just love anything off the off the philly label yeah, so four of the floor beat with oh, the, the classic musicians yeah it's that drummer mm. man errol brown you see he just creates these changer. amazing yeah. amazing drum tracks and i think that's why philadelphia for me was so like it just it stands out from all of the rest you've got like two really good songwriters in gamble and hoof Mm-hmm. It just strikes a chord and every time I hear a song I can think oh, straight away like mm-hmm. four bars in that's Philly it's Philly <laughs> yeah it's funny isn't it I mean a lot of musicians around that time were using the same ingredients they just had a way of doing it that was just instantly identifiable wasn't it mm-hmm. that unique Philly sound yeah for us to have people say that they can hear elements of like an influence I feel mm-hmm. like I've done a really good job trying to keep that period of music alive mm. yeah it's really authentic the stuff yeah, you do authentic yeah. thank you very much Steve will be really tough for that <laughs> uh, right well in place of our regular deep dive segment of the show we've asked Louise to bring along her own musical picks for us tonight Ooh. we're about to play one of your favourite neo-soul artists now why don't you briefly tell us about your love of this artist PJ Morton Oh, the guy is just an absolute genius. Agreed. I've seen him twice this year as well. Um, I was lucky enough to get tickets to go and see him in Birmingham. And thankfully, through the music, we were spotted and somebody knew who I was and said, do you want to come and tag along to uh, Manchester as well? So we ended up, me and Jane, the backing singer, (laughs) we we got ready in the back of the car. (laughs) (laughs) And kind of got front row at Manchester as well. And I have to say live is just unreal mm-hmm. you've picked a live track here as well this is how deep is oh. your love the the bg's classic like did that did that song touch you guys like oh yeah it's incredible Instantly. yeah it's especially with uh, this featured artist yeba yeah i mean what an amazing voice she has too unreal like i had to listen to it three times first before i could actually just take it in and mm-hmm. process it but yeah i think her album's one of the ones that i'm really yeah. waiting for it to drop yes she's been championed a lot by mark ronson hasn't she yeah kind of like bringing it back to Donny Hathaway I can feel every single emotion mm. that she communicates through um through her voice in that song and I actually think that PJ Morton has a heavy influence linked to uh, Donny Hathaway totally yeah, yeah definitely yeah I mean this song is a it's a Grammy winner a Grammy winning song yes mm-hmm. uh, Think it was best traditional R&B performance, and deservedly so as well. Ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let the people hear it. This is P.J. Morton featuring Yeba. How deep is your love? Yeah. yeah. I know your eyes in the morning sun. I feel you touch me. Wonderful from me 
smooth track there yeah put in a real earthy neo soul spin on a classic it's just beautiful and um, so here on the roots in the vine every month we're both still learning more and more about the world of neo soul and about the artists who have helped shape the scene so louise do you have any of your own memories of discovering those artists was there anybody within the genre that has been like a groundbreaking discovery for you I think when I find new artists, I kind of don't understand that they fall into that category. Yeah. So after mm-hmm. having like chats with April and having April educate us a little bit more and then realising... <laughs> she just goes I... around <laughs> screaming about Neil Soul, that's all she does. It's just a thing. And then you kind of realise that you do know a bit more. So I guess my like main basis would be like the Chardes and... Ooh, like now we're talking. The Angie mm-hmm. Stones and, you know, like the people of mm-hmm. years gone by, but... 
I kind of try not to sit in a box and I try to educate myself with new music and every now and then there's some artists that pop along and kind of excite you and Mm -hmm. I think one for people to look out for is Lady Ray but at the minute there's a girl called Genevieve who's definitely Mm -hmm. like she's definitely making waves and she has like two tracks out at the moment but I just love the element of it sounding so like retro so old-fashioned yeah. but with an absolute modern day twist she's absolutely gorgeous as well and mm-hmm. it's just it's intriguing mm-hmm. well that's what neo soul was kind of sold on back in the sort of mid 90s mixing that warm analog vintage 70s sound with with the 90s street hip-hop beats mm-hmm. it's always been about blending the the classic with whatever's happening at the time yeah yeah and i think some artists just get it right don't they mm-hmm. like they come along and they just they're like yep that's it you've ticked the box Mm, yeah I mean it's easy to sound (laughs) calculated I think doing that but as you said some just come along and sound so authentic Mm -hmm. when they do it Mm -hmm. yeah and this track you've brought along Baby Powder is just yeah so smooth it kind of makes you grind from your hips first Mm -hmm. doesn't it yeah oh yeah there's something happening here <laughs> yeah, that that debut single, Medallion. Oh. I mean, it's just so minimal and funky. I just, I just love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good. I mean, her background's quite interesting. She's got Cuban, Spanish, and French roots. Mm. So I yeah. think all those sort of things in a melting pot makes for this interesting mm-hmm. sound. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously Neo Soul is a melting pot, and that's what's so brilliant about it. Definitely. Well, I think you'll enjoy this one. This is Baby Powder by Genevieve. I'ma tell you the truth. Not like these girls on the loose. I'll put up with you, babe. There's some things I won't take. They don't feed me false
That is Genevieve, Baby Powder. What a tune. It's nice. We are still here, joined by Louise from Solutions. And with the band being such prominent figures in the Northeast music scene, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about some more region-specific questions now. Region-specific. Could get juicy. Yeah. So, Louise, how have you found it making a name for yourself as a soul act in the Northeast? An area which, I guess for the last 30 years or so, since the 90s, has been seen primarily as more of a rock and indie-focused scene? Um, yeah, definitely. I think um, it was definitely harder to break it here in the northeast than it than it was down south. Right. Um, Interesting. I think the likes of um, Hoochie Coochie definitely helps. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have Shout that backdrop, yeah. I don't think it would be as easy as it actually is. And I don't think we probably would have had a strong like soul scene like we do have now mm-hmm. hoochies definitely give us like a platform to kind of perform mm-hmm. on it's given us all a bit of a, a home hasn't yeah, it yeah like i kind yeah. of felt like in the northeast if i wanted to do a soul event we would have to do a covers gig mm-hmm. when it's yeah. re- you don't kind of want to cross back over to that mm-hmm. when you're trying to like make a stand as an independent musician like singing original music and and you'd get people kind of coming to the show saying well, I like it when you do like your, your Motown stuff, and yeah. things, and you think, well, actually, did you read the bill on the mm-hmm. on the show? Because like mm, I'm kind of telling you that, well, like yeah. it's the third album launch. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm, yeah. So, mm. but I do think we've got some great, like we've got some great DJs up in the northeast. Radio oh, yeah. stations mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. help, and the fact that kind of like there's a lot of we've just got a lot of like soulies here now. Like we've mm-hmm. got the sold out crew, and you've got the likes of like seventies cop show yeah, and. Yeah. And you need that appetite from the public as well. Yeah. Or they at least need to know that that sort of stuff's there for them. Mm-hmm. Like I can definitely see over like a 10-year period that it's got like excitingly bigger. Yes, that's good to hear. It's funny, isn't it? I mean, we had the 80s and mm-hmm. I think like US R&B was massive in the North in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Then almost like there was a generational shift almost in the 90s I feel mm. yeah like oh that's my mum and dad's music disco and mm. soul so I'm going to listen to Oasis <laughs> and all that sort of stuff you know it's almost yeah. like in the space of a few years the northeast just flipped from Mm-hmm. Soul to complete indie. Yeah, I think there's so many factors to it, and I, I'm really passionate about making the northeast a place where it's a magnet, you know, so that we're not missed out when Amen, someone yeah. big comes and plays. Like, so there is actually a scene for them for people to come and play, and then obviously yeah. for us mm-hmm. as musicians to be able to do what we want to do and not mm-hmm. not sing Dolly Parton no disrespect to Dolly Parton <laughs> hey. but sing 9 to 5 just because everybody knows it do you know what mm. I mean it's like no I've got my own voice I want to do my own thing doing everything on your own terms yeah I think that's what you guys have done Solutions You, I'm just super impressed like when I've when you've told me a bit about your history and um, your passion to be an independent mm-hmm. and the passion for your music the appreciation that you get like congratulations you got number one UK Soul Chart that's that's so good. That's what I'm saying. We're so we're proud of solutions being from the northeast. Thank you. It's definitely something that I would honestly say that I love owning it now. Like I really do feel proud, and I want to kind of project mm-hmm. that onto like mm-hmm. other emerging artists. Like I want to kind yes. of tell them how they can do it independently. Because back in the day, Steve mm-hmm. and I lost our life savings 
within like wow. a month just trusting people and having them mm. round for dinner and them mm-hmm. saying that they're going to offer you the world and you just think that they're, they're friends yeah mm. just in and you know like yeah. industry standards should be transparent you shouldn't lie to people don't put a cloak on and and fake it be honest and say I can't make you a superstar mm-hmm. but I'll help you with your journey yeah, yeah totally like and kind of like I've used like the last three years going back to uni and getting a degree so that hopefully one day like the plans for me are to open like a creative space so that I can mm-hmm. I can kind of mentor like mm-hmm. emerging mm-hmm. artists in the northeast thicken the scene mm-hmm. up here yeah yeah, I mean, as just a music fan, it's easy to feel like we're being just left out of the loop a bit mm. as the the economy of touring gets gets yeah. funkier, for, mm-hmm. <laughs> for lack of a better yeah, term. Yeah, you do. You see all these amazing artists announcing these tours and the tour consists of a show in London or a show in Manchester, if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. Or they miss the Northeast out, like, so many times. I've seen that, like, in this part of my degree, I'm actually looking at all, like, the demographics behind why we have a bit of a void Ooh, in the north that'd be interesting. it's something that i really it's something that i really want to find out i want to mm-hmm. find out what makes our musicians tick and our music lovers in the northeast tick so we yeah, can kind of yeah. maybe have a look and analyze mm, it and see if we can fill the void because i would love more artists from the music oh, that okay, i love yeah. to play mm-hmm. in our venues because i just think it's awesome oh, of course <laughs> i mean who doesn't yeah. love a road trip with a ro- with a uh, sausage roll in that yeah. but like well my road trip's just usually me on the mega bus <laughs> <laughs> Coming back alone at night, yeah. There's just nothing better than seeing like amazing artists in the northeast. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, Louise, we are going to play your number one UK soul chart single, "Stop What You're Doing." Um, you've also got an album coming out. Ooh. We do, yes. It's out on the 18th of December. So, 18th of December. That will be this coming Friday. Yes. This coming Friday. That is exciting. And it would make an oh, absolutely yes. beautiful Christmas gift. So if anyone's intrigued. Do it. Get on please, it. Please purchase it. So where can they purchase your music, Louise? Um, so if you just head over to Solutions website, which is um, www.solutionsofficial.co.uk and you can also find us on Facebook and I've managed to put a shop now button at the top. So you can just do it all with one click of a finger and it really would be appreciated if you could support the music because then we could have a fifth album. Yes, so, Louise, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, um, thank it's you been so an much. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, that's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. So, this is Solutions Stop What You're Doing.
awesome stuff. And that was Solutions, Stop What You're Doing, their recent release. Love that chat. Thanks, Louise, for coming on our show. I hope you've had a great time. I hope listeners out there have had a... Uh, I've enjoyed our third episode. Enjoyed our waffle. Yeah. <laughs> <Persevered>. <laughs> We've got guests now, man. Pros. We've got guests, I know, man. And a jingle. Come on. Gotta book our ideas up now. <laughs> yeah, so, Steve, we're gonna finish the show off. So, what are we gonna play? Yeah, we're gonna close out the year with a very fitting track, I think. This is Cancel 2020. Yes. By Jazzy Jeff, Eric <laughs> Robeson, and Kaidi Tatum. I love it. I mean, we don't really need to say much else, do we? 2020. It's been a year, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many things can we squeeze into a calendar year? Global <laughs> pandemic, Brexit, Black Lives Matter, American politics, Me Too. Yeah. This record touches on all of that, actually. From three veterans, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jazzy Jeff Hell yeah. never really gets the love he deserves. Yes, absolutely. I mean, to most people, he's probably just still <laughs> the best friend who gets thrown out of the mansion. <laughs> French Prince. But uh, to those who know, to the to the scene, oh, yeah. this guy is a real legend. Yeah. Amazing solo records, DMC champion, yeah. amazing producer. And Eric Robeson, just an amazing vocalist and lyricist. Yeah. I mean, as a Marvel Comics nerd, there's a line here. We had a superhero right here working through pain, which is obviously a reference to Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, who actually went to school with Eric Robeson. Is that right? So there's a, there's a sad personal connection there. Wow. Yeah. Just another one of many losses in 2020. Great title. Cancel 2020. I mean, 2020 has been... Um, it's been a real interesting year on so many levels. As an artist, it's been it's been a real test. Yeah, we sort of mentioned earlier about this amazing burst of lockdown creativity. And yeah. As listeners, it's been amazing getting all this music. But as artists, there's there's no money at all coming in without shows, right? Yep, that is true. Yeah, without two is without you shows. Ain't making none. Yeah, but I mean, thankfully, we have. We have the internet, which is a powerful tool. Absolutely. It's for us to use. And um, thankfully, we can do live streams. And mm, that's... Yeah, I mean, why don't we pivot into some of the awesome streaming projects you've been putting yeah. together? Yeah, so as sold out being a movement where we want to give a platform to emerging artists, particularly in the Northeast, we've decided as sold out to do a load of live stream sessions which we're calling sold out sessions saviors of soul oh yeah save our souls we will see sos just works for so many things it does it's, it's a great one i mean you are the queen of names so if if you want to check out some live music head over to sold out on facebook and on that page you will find a whole series of live streams we've got noble dan bad mind music um who else we've got reality we've got jamila we have text we've got voice of virtue we've got the the girls the guys. ladies the <laughs> ladies of, of sold out um, i mean if you haven't seen these guys the the ladies of sold out <laughs> they are amazing check them out well I hope so. Nah. <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the rehearsals process at the minute. Nice. Get a question. Uh, yeah, equally, if you're liking what you hear on this show, 
we've put together a little Roots in the Vine Facebook group. So if you've got any recommendations you want us to check out or you make your own music. Yeah. Or yeah, just want to get geeky about all things Neo Soul, then hit us up on Facebook. Yep, it's called Sold Out Roots and the Vine. Oh yeah, so that's it for this year. Can you believe it? Can't believe it. We'll be back in January. Until then, stay safe. Peace. Have a Merry Christmas for doing Christmas. I am. And join us in saying cancel 2020. See ya. Dear cancel culture, can we cancel this whole year? Maybe just wake up and it all disappear. First came Kobe, then came COVID. Wouldn't believe it if you told it. Not to mention cops still shooting us out here. Cancel culture, can you? You ain't been fun Wanna hop straight to 21 But really I fear COVID gon' still be here Cop sign still up in my rear Baby mama got the news Now she all on her knees Cause I didn't stop when they said freeze I must admit I thought this year be a blast Every night I would be raising the glass On tour straight making a stash But instead I'm watching this racist ass Little kid raises rifle to blast Kill two people and the cops let them pass It wasn't that kind of to me That wasn't even this year Yeah Past year's been whack, hunting season on everything black. Speaking of black, just lost black panther to cancer. Can somebody please take 20 back? Maybe it's me. Please say your name if you lost someone. Understand that the life ain't in vain. I know tomorrow ain't subject to change, but the dream is in range. I feel like Chad knew and was planting the seed. Leave a legacy that these kids need. We had a superhero right here working through pain. Just so he could tell us that we could do the same.